Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are, and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. Last time we turned to Jesus Christ in our ongoing discussion of how Christians can speak with someone who is transgender and or who embraces the transgender ideology. In our culture, just because someone is not personally transgender does not mean that individual opposes transgenderism. In fact, transgender people are a very small minority in our society. But because the majority nurture this perverse movement, example politicians, example media, example the film and music industry, example the sporting world, example social media, the internet, because they promote being trans, then it feels to us like we are standing by the side of a mountain, an avalanche has broken out against us and is tumbling down upon us, about to cover us to death. So what can we do? What can we say? I opened our discussion with Jesus and his parables about the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. Parables that remind us to keep praying for, to keep searching for, to keep seeking for that one person we know who is transgender and or approves of being transgender, embracing the fallacy of transitioning and multigenders. This may be a family member, a friend, a colleague, a fellow student or teacher, even a stranger we have opportunity to speak with, and we want to draw them boldly and lovingly to biblical truth. Well, the Lord Jesus models for us exactly how to do this. It is alarming how misunderstood Jesus is. He is regularly co-opted by the transgender community who make it seem that Jesus is totally on their side. He is their ally. But when I listen to these people talk of Christ, I wonder if they have ever even read the Gospels. I mean, if you are going to say Jesus gets you, Jesus approves of you, welcomes and accepts you and affirms you, then shouldn't you at least read about what Jesus did and read about what Jesus said in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Apparently not. Instead, people fashion Jesus into whomever they want him to be. They remake him in their likeness while ignoring or at times reinterpreting the Bible. And we had an example of this that we addressed as we last left off. Several times I have heard people who embrace separating gender from sex and more than two genders say that, quote, Jesus said nothing about being transgender in the Bible, unquote. But is it true that Jesus said nothing about transgender? To answer this question, we turn to the Gospels and our first stop was Matthew chapter 19. And guess what? We found that Christ does say something, and something powerful about how many genders, sexes there are. 
And Christ affirms that one's gender and sex go together. These are the words of the Lord in Matthew 19, verse 4. He who created them from the beginning made them male and female. Matthew 19, 4. Two genders, only two genders, male and female. Two sexes, only two sexes, male and female. Jesus quotes Genesis 1. Jesus goes back to the very beginning. Jesus quotes the Bible. Jesus uses the Word of God to refute transgenderism, the Word of men and women. It is a lie to say that, quote, Jesus said nothing about being transgender in the Bible. Christ said, He who created them from the beginning made them male and female. And we have this again in Mark's Gospel in chapter 10. I'm reading Mark chapter 10 and verse 6. This is Jesus speaking. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. The real Jesus said this. The real Jesus goes all the way back to the beginning of creation and affirms only two genders, male and female. Only two sexes, male and female. There is not room within Christ's theology for transgender. I'll say that again. There is not room within Christ's theology for transgender. Get these verses memorized. Matthew 19, verse 4, and Mark 10, verse 6. Matthew 19, 4, and Mark 10, 6. Well, furthermore, I remind you, and you can pass this along in your dialogue with others, I remind you that Jesus is God. And the Bible teaches us that Jesus, second member of the Trinity, Jesus is actually the one who did the creating in the beginning. Listen to Colossians chapter 1 and verses 15 through 17 that describe Jesus. He... Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him, Jesus, all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He, Jesus, is before all things, and in him, Jesus, all things hold together. That is Colossians chapter 1. So, Jesus Christ was there at the beginning, doing the creating. And who did he create? He created the man, and he created the woman. Jesus made the male, and Jesus made the female. Two genders, two sexes, only. And someone will object and say, well, okay, all right. But Jesus only said one sentence in two texts about male and female. To this I say, are Jesus' words only said once, not his words? If Christ only speaks once about a subject such as this, is he not to be believed? 
Is he not telling us the truth? Is he not to be obeyed? And I will take this a step further. Given what we just read, how Jesus is God, creating all things, are not, in this sense, all the words of God in the Bible his words? The Bible is God's word. Jesus is God. So, the words of the Bible are Christ's words. And as we will yet see, there is quite a bit said about human sexuality in the Scripture. God speaks to this. I say all of this to say that you and I must be equipped to share with people who Jesus really is, and what Jesus really said, and what Jesus really did. As Bible-believing Christians, we are the ones who know the authentic Lord. Again, we must be the ones who elevate the Bible in our conversations, even in heated and passionate conversations with loved ones and the like. The truth must be stated and repeated often. As Jesus said in John's Gospel, chapter 8 and verse 32, Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Believe in Jesus, continue in his word, be a true disciple, and if you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Let's spend some more time with our Lord, hearing his words and watching him in action within the Gospels, because he has more to say to those who are and those who support being transgender. I have about four main points I want to make based on how I understand and interpret Jesus in the Gospels. And let me say that what we have spoken about and will now speak about also applies to all who live comfortably under the banner of LGBTQQIA+. And this will carry over into our upcoming, pending discussion on marriage as well. So, Christ has application in multiple directions. In preparation for this, I read through the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John again, more than once, to refresh myself on who Jesus really is his ministry, and his teaching. I highly recommend you do the same. Are you looking for something to do this week or weekend? Instead of mindlessly scrolling through social media or staring into the television or computer screen, instead of gaming or getting all worked up in another fight over politics, do this. Get a hold of the Bible, sit down, and attentively read Jesus Right at the start of the New Testament is where you want to be. Four books. This actually does not take long to do, and I guarantee you will be richly rewarded. Even as, like me, you are convicted of how short of Jesus you fall in living as God wants us to live. But do not let your sin and imperfection stop you from keeping up with your reading of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. If you are a Christian, pause and invite the Holy Spirit to give you eyes to see what he wants you to see and ears to hear what he wants you to hear. 
ask him to guard you and keep you from distractions, whatever those might be. This will be a a little quiet circle in an otherwise loud life as you meet Jesus Christ on the pages of Scripture. Well, more next time, because God is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.